Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and today we are talking white tea. It's our second show on white tea, and last week we spent a lot of time talking about what white tea actually was, the history of it, where it came from, what it actually is, and so much of what we talked about was a lot of out there stuff. But this week, we're bringing it home. We're going to talk about what white tea is and what it means to you, the health benefits, how to make it, is it really good for you, why should you be even drinking white tea? White tea does have a lot of benefits to it, and much of those are the result of how it's processed. What separates white tea from the rest of the other types of tea, green, oolong, and black, is really about how it's processed. Green, oolong, and black tea require a lot of heat when uh, you process the leaves. That helps remove the moisture, and as a result of that, they dry out, and then you can have them as your tea. But white tea is a little different. After it's picked, it is set out in the sun to dry or put in heated rooms to dry rather slowly. And therefore, with minimal heat and minimal processing, much of the integrity remains in place for white tea. Now, because the fact that it does remain in place and has good integrity, most of the health benefits of tea remain intact. They're not destroyed in the processing. So you get tea in its most natural state, in its healthiest state. And so white tea happens to be slightly higher in polyphenols and in cachetins and antioxidants and all the things that make white tea good for you. Well, what's it good for? Chinese medicine always refers to white tea as being very cooling and soothing, a good tea to have in the summertime. And it tends to cool things in your body, such as inflammations or skin irritations. And traditionally, that's what white tea has been connected to in China. Here, much of the evidence, and I will tell you it's not that much evidence, is really focused upon the amount of antioxidants in white tea. And it's true, white tea is very high in those things. So therefore, it's great for things such as cancer, heart disease, blood sugar. And when we're talking about these things, we're not talking about curing these things. They're just helpful as part of a regimen to manage those things. But again, very, very healthy and very good for you. And while we're talking about white tea being good for you, we also want to cover the fact that white tea also tastes really good. A lot of people are confused about how to make a good cup of white tea, and we're going to cover that right now. It's very simple. You would brew it like you do most other teas. Use really good water, clean quality, good tasting cold water. Bring it to a boil, and then you want to let it sit for just a little bit. White tea should not be brewed at boiling temperatures, just slightly shy of boiling, somewhere between about 180, 190 to 200 degrees. It's hard to tell what that is when you don't have a thermometer in your water, so I recommend that you allow your water to reach boiling and just let it cool for a minute or so. And then go ahead and put the appropriate amount of leaves, two and a half grams for each cup. So that's given white tea, which is really light and bulky. You'll need to use a fair amount of it. Those leaves will be pretty bulky. And then go ahead and leave it in the water for about a minute or two. You don't want to brew it for very long. And once it's steeped, go ahead and strain those leaves and enjoy your cup. Now, white tea 
also allows you to have a second and even a third infusion. So rebrewing those leaves with fresh hot water will bring you a second and third cup of white tea that you can continue to enjoy. The flavor is marvelous well into the second and third infusion. The flavor of white tea is also very, very smooth and delicate. It tends not to be very astringent. It tends to be light. It tends to be floral and fruity and really gets to the true taste of what the Camellia sinensis, that original tea bush, is like. It's an amazing flavor. It's delightful when iced lightly. If it's really, really cold, it's hard to taste. But if you just chill your white tea a bit, it has an amazing flavor and is really, really refreshing. When we come back, we're going to get into how white tea got its name in the first place and what are the grades of white tea when you go shopping so you know what you're getting. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. had such a tough time waking up in the morning, but coffee is so hard on my stomach. I need a good alternative. How about tea? It's not just an alternative to coffee, it's a solution. Many tea varieties offer a lift without the negative side effects associated with coffee. You mean no more sour stomach? That's right. Say goodbye to that teeth-grinding, nerve-shaking, dehydrating habit. But isn't tea really bitter? No, not when you've got good tea. There are hundreds of varieties to choose from, and each offers its own unique flavor, from the light and silky to the bold and toasty. Plus, the Maya Tea Company blends many teas with subtle, tantalizing flavors like vanilla, raspberry, and almond. The possibilities are endless. That sounds too good to be true. These great teas must be very expensive. At MayaTea.com, you can select the amount of tea you want, and their prices are incredible. Plus, you can save an extra 15%. Just enter STEEP into the coupon code. STEEP? Yeah, STEEP, as in steeping around. Just go to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and enter STEEP into the coupon code. Thanks. I'm switching to tea today. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking about white tea. Specifically, what's in a name? How did white tea come to be called white tea? What makes it white in the first place? And that is an interesting question because there's a little confusion surrounding it. Several people have said the reason that white tea is called white tea is because of the color of the liquor. It's very light. It's very pale and very clear as compared to other types of tea. And others have said that the reason it's called white tea is because the tea itself, the leaves themselves, have white buds in them. And to a certain degree, that's true. And that is actually partially the reason. White tea is called white tea because the bush that it comes from has the word how in it, H-A-O. And that word means hair. And good white tea, when you're looking at it, 
has a little hair on it. Now, I don't mean it's hairy like the Cookie Monster or anything. I'm really more talking about a little bit of fuzz or down, kind of like what you would find on a peach. It's really, really subtle and very soft. And that down is on the buds and the back of the leaf of the bush that makes white tea. And so when white tea is processed as it is very gently and very lightly, it retains that down and looks white and pale. And therefore it's called white tea. Within that name structure, there are several grades of white tea that you can get when you're going out and shopping for white tea. Probably not easy here in the States, but in China certainly there are four grades of white tea to be found. The lowest grade is something called Gong Mei, which translated means tribute eyebrow, which is kind of weird because anytime the word tribute is used with a tea, it generally implies that it is the highest form of tea available in that grade. But in this case, it's actually the lowest. And it really is comprised of mostly broken and brown leaves while still minimally processed and not too many of the white buds that make uh, white tea so beautiful. I have never seen Gong Mei in the States and uh, according to the folks that I deal with, most of it is just consumed in China in uh, restaurants. The next grade up is called Xiao Mei, which stands for longevity eyebrow. And in that grade, you will find a few buds in it, a few green leaves, a few brown leaves. Maybe some of them are broken, some of them are whole. So you'll find a combination of leaf sizes, but there will indeed be some of those buds that we spoke of. And when you see those buds in Xiaomei, you'll see some of the delicate white down that we spoke of earlier. The next grade, which is my favorite, is called Bai Mu Dan, and that stands for White Peony. And White Peony is a very traditional way of picking tea, two leaves and a bud. So there is that bud that we were talking about with the down, along with two tea leaves mixed together, and most of the leaves will be intact along with a bud. It's a beautiful tea, and because it has some of the leaves with it, it will have a little green in there also, and it has the flavor of the tea along with the floral overtones that the bud brings to the cup. Finally, the top grade of white tea that you'll find is something called Bai Hao Yin Zhen, and there's that word Hao for hair and bai meaning white. So white hair, yin zhen, silver needle. So the tea is called silver needle and it's basically no leaves, only the delicate floral buds are in silver needle. Hence, it looks like a collection of really fine small silver needles. Beautiful tea, amazingly delicate, difficult to pick and difficult to make and truly the most expensive form of tea, but the flavor is remarkable. It's a little thin for me, but if you have a very sensitive palate, it is amazing and worth trying. When we come back, I am going to address the question, how do I prevent from getting hosed when I buy white tea? 
Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Here's a challenge. Go to your cupboard, dig out a tea bag, cut the top off of it, and pour its contents onto your kitchen table. What do you see? Anything more than dust? You're generally looking at the bottom of the barrel tea leaves, the crumbs that fall from the thick, whole, beautiful leaves that the Maya Tea Company uses. Did you know that you can greatly improve the quality of your tea by switching to whole leaf tea without spending one extra dime? Each pound of Maya Tea Company's decadent loose leaf teas brews about 150 individual cups of tea, and you have an extensive variety of types and flavors to choose from. Would you like a green or a black tea? And how about flavored with raspberry or vanilla? The possibilities are endless with the Maya Tea Company. Plus, you can save an extra 15% on your purchases by typing the word STEEP into the coupon code at checkout. See for yourself at www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A dot com and enter the word STEEP. We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah. Have we piqued your curiosity to try white tea? Are you ready to go out and see about purchasing some? That leads us to our question of the week. How can I purchase white tea without getting hosed? What am I looking for when I go out to buy white tea? Most likely when you go out to purchase loose leaf white tea, it will come in the three grades that I spoke of. Xiaomei, Bai Mudan, and Bai Hao Yin Zhen. So basically, Xiaomei, White Peony, and Silver Needle. And regardless of what grade you are purchasing, you really need to look for two basic things. The first thing you want to look for is leaves that are intact. And the more intact the leaves are, which means the less broken, the less cracked, the less torn the leaves and buds appear to be, the better. And of course in Silver Needle it's all buds so you won't find too many of that but you want to look at the buds themselves and see what condition they're in. Is that down, which is very delicate, mostly intact? Do the leaves look like they've been flattened or crushed in any way? White tea is a little delicate and so that crushing and that breaking and that tearing is a sign that it wasn't handled properly or that it's not fresh and is starting to do so on its own. So the appearance is really important. Full, whole, shiny, bright leaves with intact buds, that's what you're looking for. Another good indication is the smell. White tea has a dynamite aroma. It's really the, the aroma that is the closest to the tea leaves themselves. And so it's very fresh, it's floral, lightly fragrant, it has a clean, fresh fragrance. And if you have the ability to smell the leaves, then you'll be really able to tell that it's fresh and it's good for you. I hope I've piqued your curiosity into trying some white tea. If you have any further questions, you can send them to me. I can be reached most easily for any tea-related questions via my email address. That address is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P 
at myat.com. You can also friend us on Facebook for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And you can visit our website at www.mayatea.com where we have lots of good white tea on the website. And this week, if you happen to send in your question and it is selected as the question of the week, I am going to send you a small package. It makes about 12 or 15 cups of white tea of our sweet peach white tea. It's wonderful grade of Chalmay flavored gently with peach and it's loose leaf. It's beautiful. We're not going to charge you shipping if you live in the United States. So if your question is chosen at your doorstep via your friendly mailman, you will receive a small package of our white tea that uh, you can enjoy. So send me your questions and tell me what you think. We thank you for listening to our show on white tea. Next week, we're going to move on to green tea, and that is a vast, vast subject. We're going to talk about the huge number of varieties and all of the permutations of green tea. And yes, we're going to delve into all the health benefits too. So thank you for listening, and until next week, have a good one. <music>